All right, welcome to the Blind Tag Podcast. I am your host, Kyle Nashheim. Today is going to be about WrestleMania 38. If WWE had its way, it'd be the 30th anniversary, but they don't know their calendar correctly. We got Matt. We got Bennett. Who's who's in that mystery guest? It's like the, uh, let's see, the main event of Sin 2001, where you didn't know who the, the fourth man was. You know what? We're going to reveal him. This is a guy that I've known since, you know, God knows how long. It's been way too many years. Graduated with high school with him. Uh, we have loads of history watching all these pay-per-views. Larry, come on in. Larry Tingen. Hello. Yes. And ignore him. He is eating somewhat. Mm-hmm. Larry. I do love that we all have the same color walls behind us. Yeah. That's awesome. It's a pretty good theme going on. <laughs> the only difference is, his, uh, Matt, yours is decorated. Uh, the rest of ours is, see, mine's not decorated for reasons. Larry's is not decorated because uh, his, his, his wife said he couldn't do it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Look, over here, there's there's more wall. See? Hey, that's, that's pretty good. And a window. So, Larry, first time on here, like I said, I've known you mm-hmm. since kindergarten, but we're really yes. sort of coming um, real close in middle school and high school. All those pay-per-view um, mm-hmm. that we watched, including one who we're blaming Neil for. Absolutely. Uh, of course. Which, of course, uh, the youngins are like, what, what's going on? But uh, oh, hold on. Who's Neil? <laughs> hold on. Thank you. That's Thank what we're you. saying. Hey, 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 um, Larry, did you hear that? Dad said that we need to be quiet. He has to wake up in a few hours to. <laughs> so the story on that is, you know, he wouldn't, he would cook for us. We'd be watching the pay-per-view. He had to go to sleep to uh, deliver newspapers. And of course we would always wake him up. Every time. And we always blame Neil or Ryan or Wilson or whoever else was there. But it was, I think it was uh, me and you. Yeah, it's me. It's mainly me going to the bathroom. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, ben and Madam will tell you this, there's going to be bathroom jokes and there's going to be dad's cooking jokes. So if, yeah. if you guys are okay with that, great. If you're not, I don't care. <laughs> Good. I appreciate the forewarning, but it should be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. So, Larry, Matt, I've taken, kind of taken Matt and Ben on my wing ever since they um, came on campus to um, the coast of Carolina, you know, kind of mm-hmm. helping them along and stuff like that, you know. Try- yeah, I'm following their Instagram. Yeah, I follow them on the WCCU. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, oh, that first for me. So, you know, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Easy. We'll, 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 we'll give them a plug, nonetheless. But I mean, yeah. You know, we all, the one thing we all get along with is wrestling. Um, and I, I text you guys a kind of an iceberg uh, icebreaker question, and Matt, we'll start with you. Greatest WrestleMania theme, in your opinion, in, and just defend your work quickly. <laughs> uh, mine, I brought this up last night, but um, I'm going to say Invincible uh, by Machine Gun Kelly. It was used for 28, and it was like the main promo package for John Cena versus The Rock. Um, it holds a special place in my heart. It's my first WrestleMania that I watched live. So that was probably one of the best promo packages that I've seen put together. Um, so anytime I hear that song or anything by Machine Gun Kelly, I think of John Cena versus The Rock. 
which honestly that was you know i don't think me and dad, uh, dad had bought paper uh wrestlemania in a couple of years and we decided to get that one so it was uh it was it was it was definitely it, it was a good song i i i like that song it was very um it was apropos to the story they were telling yep big law or what you got I, I, oh. I, I know you're going old school oh yeah old school it's the it's the theme called wrestlemania it was used for 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Um, as a mathematician, uh, that is the most used theme. So it's the, when it comes to averages, we know mean and median, but we don't know mode. Mode gets the guinea love. Mode is the only way you can talk about averages when it comes to things that are non-numeric. That's five, one, two, three, five WrestleManias. That's by far the best. It just It's just a numbers game. It's that easy. And then when I hear it, um, all I think is, oh, I think, is that WrestleMania or is that, which one of the podcasts am I watching? Uh, yeah, I yeah, I think it's WrestleMania. Yeah, every time I hear it, it's just like, oh, great, they got a new video. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I, I, I understand. Uh, hmm? thing I think of that, Sean Razor. Uh, oh, yes. Sean versus Brett, so... Mm-hmm. And then the double turn, and then Austin and Bret Hart. So, mm-hmm. uh, Bennett, what about you? So, okay, Matt's trying to help me out over here. I, I oh. listen. I was in another world when you were texting that. Like when we were having this conversation, I have no clue what I was doing. Uh, but I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't see it. Um, I don't have one. Uh, themes are like we're talking about like theme songs, like for video packages and stuff. So WrestleMania themes, and Invincible was a WrestleMania theme, but it was also used for video packages. So like Matt was saying, like uh, Motorhead um, bringing out uh, Triple H, that's a wrestler's theme. That's not the WrestleMania theme. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I was going to say, like, uh, wasn't Blinding Light one of their themes for one one year or theme yeah. song? Um, 36. 36, the, um, mm-hmm. the hidden WrestleMania because no one was there to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I like that theme. I like that song, so I'm going to go with that. I, I agree. That was that was a good one. Like, I'll be honest. Uh, I think Weekend had one. Was it last year's Mania? Last year. or was that, yep. uh, last year. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and there's one this year. So he's yeah, got three Weekend, Weekend's, what, three-peated as WrestleMania themes? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, uh, fans love them. A couple more, and we'll get oh, we'll get a challenger for the mode version of uh, the <laughs> Not wrong. Good luck weekend. Good luck. Yeah, I'm just gonna say this: my way, my way by Limp Bizkit, WrestleMania 17, the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Um, I think that was I used like a karaoke version of it for one of the intros for Sports Uncaged. I can't remember which which one it was. I want to say it was probably the first one I did that, that I made myself for, I want to say fall 2020. I'll have to go back and look, but like that, that promo, the rock Austin promo, I don't care what air greatest wrestling match promo package all time. Better than rock, so good. Better than so good. You know, in my opinion, my opinion, but Bennett, Matt, you guys are younger. So I, I will say this. I will say that Rock Austin promo to me and Larry is what the Rock Cena promo is to you and Bennett. Oh, yeah. 
that's, that's no, I can agree. I can agree. I watched it. Um, I watched it back a few times. That was incredible for its time in 2001. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, oh. and it's, you know, the only thing bad about that is Austin turned. Like, that was oh, cemented. Yeah. Even uh, Austin says yeah. now, this is, if, I, if I could go back, I would have just stunned his ass. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he said he thought about it. He thought about it when he was standing in the ring when everything was kind of not going the way he wanted to. And he's like, oh, absolutely. I really should have just stunned him right there and, right. and done it. But All right, before we get back to the podcast, I want to give a shout out to Light Saturation for the awesome new intro that I found on pixabay.com. That is P-I-X abay.com you can find all type of royalty free music for your podcast backgrounds for videos youtube videos all different type of genres on pixabay.com and it's p-i-x-a-b-a-y.com which is is actually a good lead-in to we're going to talk night one and then night two um and then what i'm doing is i'm looking up the wikipedia page I'm going to go from top to bottom, and it has listed under the bottom slot what the projected main event for that night is. So we're going to go do it that way. But night one, the KO show with Kevin Owens with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Bennett, I'll start with you. Are you excited about that, or are you worried about it? I'm I'm excited about it. Listen, like I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. And so while I don't like that, he's not having a true match at mania, whatever they're doing with him, um, you know, is going to be fun. And I was a little bit confused again. I, I'm, I'm the newest of, of the, of the group here coming mm-hmm. into wrestling. Um, I stopped watching it after like 2014 and I came back after Kevin Owens had already had, a, had his run as United States champ. Um, and so, uh, I, seeing him have the stunner, uh, it was, it was a little bit confusing, like, hang on, wait a minute, that's Steve Austin's move, but now it's basically the battle of the stunners. And so uh, anything that they do, you know, bringing back stone cold, it's, it's going to be a novelty. It's Texas, Texas. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if it's a match, if it's a brawl, I mean, it's gonna be a lot of beer chugging and a lot of stunners should be a blast. Absolutely. Um, Matt, what about you? I'm like Bennett said, I'm not the biggest fan of Kevin Owens not having a match at WrestleMania, but I do understand um, you got to get the high profile guys on there and having Stone Cold on would be huge. Again, it's in the home state of Texas. That's the whole build to this thing anyways. Right. Um, Making fun of Texas, just like that one SpongeBob episode. If you've ever seen it, it's really good. Um, SpongeBob and Patrick just goad Sandy so hard. It's great. Um, Regardless, um, the build's been Pretty good. I mean, Owens got me twice last week um, with the uh, Stone Cold impersonation, and then and then the second time, I really thought he was going to come out, so he got me good there. Got vibes from Shawn Michaels in Montreal yeah. um, all those years ago. Exactly. <laughs> but I honestly, at WrestleMania, I think it's just going to be Stone Cold's going to roast Kevin Owens on the mic. He's going to give him a stunner. He's going to pour beer all over him. He's going to pose for the crowd. I think that's all it's going to be. And you know what? I'm fine with that. Um, I don't really have a problem for it. If it's entertaining, why not? I mean, you got two of the great, I'm not going to say greatest entertainers, but they're both really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Larry, as someone who grew up 
with the Austin era. Yeah, as, as the owner of two vintage Stone Cold shirts, neither of which fit anymore because that was so long ago. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm excited for this. I want to see it. I'm also a little scared because I'm like, come on, man. I watched you get dropped on your head. I'm, I'm really worried. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I like them. I think it's going to be, uh, I think it's just going to be the, the KO show. I hope they don't try to main card that. I hope that's not the the main event. I hope that is a a portion, but it looks I, like it might be. I heard a rumor that it was actually going to be the, the last segment was going to be the KO show. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's mm-hmm. out of. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, that's a vintage. He's talking about the vintage, vintage. Yeah, yeah this the, is this is. I just I just found this in my dresser. My my friends, mm-hmm. my sister's friend, just gave it to me because it, it didn't fit her dad anymore. So it's like, I'll take it. <laughs> the one that, huh? red, that has the black stuff with Austin's face from WrestleMania 13. Yeah. Actually, it's funny, Larry. If uh-huh. you look at your senior yearbook, you'll actually see like in like the collage picture of all of, of different people. I'm I'm uh, at a podium in a class somewhere, and I'm wearing the Austin 316 shirts. Uh-huh. <laughs> about to pull that out. But yeah, I found the found the Stone Cold University one. That's the one oh, yeah. that I got. That I was like, I should just frame that because I don't, I don't see mean, that one anywhere. Was that the one you got in Greensboro when we went to? Yes, it was. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I like I said, I'm I'm worried that it's going to turn into a burial of Kevin Owens. But here's the thing: if there's anyone who could come back from it, it's Kevin Owens. So. I mean, I'm 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 interested to see what they're going to do. Um, if it's going to be, uh, I don't know what's the best way to put it. If it's going to actually, uh, you know, from my understanding, he's actually in good shape. So they're going to try. It's it's not going to be just a stunner fest. It's going to be a brawl, which I, which a brawl I'm okay with. A match, no. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I can I can I can agree with that. So let's let's go on to what the confirmed matches are for night one. Uh, first and foremost, Becky Lynch defends the Raw Women's title against Bianca Belair. Matt, we'll start with you. Who do you think is going to win and why? Uh, I think just looking at the build, I think all signs are pointing towards Bianca Belair uh, recapturing. Well, capturing the Raw Women's Championship. It was a – it's – it was what was it, the shakeup that switched the belts? Yeah, the draft that switched the belts. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so all that going on, you know, we we saw what happened with Becky Lynch um, at SummerSlam. Twenty six seconds, all it took. So again, that's been the backstory the entire time, which is it's good to fall on to. Um, but I think they've just kept Bianca protected for so long since then. Even after that crushing loss, she's still winning matches and just dominating opponents. She's had uh, feats of strength against Dewdrop and. Uh, getting making all these highlight reel moments on her way to WrestleMania, and of course winning the Elimination Chamber, um, that kind of just set in stone for me. I think it's gonna be a pretty good match. Um, you know, Becky's been a great champion. You know, she hasn't lost as champion in such a long time, right. over two years, if you want to count the maternal leave too. So, uh, all in she all, um, yeah, I did, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I think Bianca's gonna get a revenge on Becky, and why not do it at the grandest stage of them all? So. Well, Larry, let me ask you this question. Me and you watched uh, SummerSlam together, and you were surprised with how quick the match ended. Do you see a similar timed match, or do you see a competitive match? 
And and who do you it's think? Either, it's either going to be 25 seconds and Bianca Belair wins, or it's going to be a long, drug, just a long slog, and Becky's going to go for some underhanded deed, get caught, and then that's when Bianca turns and wins. I'm, I'm right there with Matt. It's, it's a Bianca all the way, especially after the way SummerSlam went. That was so disappointing. Oh, I agree. Like, honestly, I, I think it's going to be the reverse. It's, I mean, it's going to be the reverse of SummerSlam. Bianca's going to win. It's going to be about 25.6 seconds. Or, or they might try to break Kane and Chavo's record yeah. for a uh, fastest title match. But mm-hmm. are you in agreement with everyone, or do you have a different? Listen, as much as I want Becky to win this match, uh, I'm going to go Bianca because they're going to give it to her. I mean, she – the women's division, they just need to they need after WrestleMania, they just need to sit down and then just think. Because it feels like ever since I guess Becky came back, they've been running at like a hundred miles an hour and they just haven't stopped and said, Okay, we need to plan this out more. And so it's such a mess over there that they just need after WrestleMania, then you know, raw after mania, maybe think and then plan on what they're going to do because they need to put a better product out there. And we can't have the same three women winning the title every single time. You can't have Becky Blanche going up against people that, that, that should win the title and then still winning it. So uh, I think Bianca's going to win it. Is it going to be a spectacular match? There'll probably be good moments. I don't think it's going to be a five-star match like the one last year was, like the Saucer versus Bianca match. That, mm-hmm. that match is one of the best – best matches uh, men or women's that I've seen in a very long time from WWE. And so uh, I think it's not going to be as good as that one, but I think if they put it as the main event, then it'll, it'll definitely be a main event worthy match. Just not as good as like that one was. I agree. But I, but unfortunately I think that's going to be the opener. That's the way I'm, I'm not sure it's going to be. See, they're either going to have, they're either going to have the KO show be the closer or they're either going to have that be the closer. You can't, you know, well, they want night to Roman. So yeah, which which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, the next match is um, the only definition I'm going to have to, you know, put to this is why is the Mysterios versus the Miz <laughs> Logan Paul, Larry. Yep. Does Logan Paul give the business the same? In your opinion give the same respect to the business that Bad Bunny did last year? Absolutely not. Not even close. I rewatched uh, 37. So just to make sure I was like trying to figure out what are we trying to carry over or did we really start new at the end of WrestleMania 37 and try new stories? And that was the Logan Paul stuff. And gosh, it's, I I got, I have a, a $10 bet out there that last time he was in, the UFC, he came out with the Charizard card around his neck. He's yeah. going to come out with Rey Mysterio's mask around his neck, wearing it like a necklace. Yeah. And I think it's just, I mean, they're going to get destroyed. Um, or this is the, this is the, the, the Ray and Dominic are going to turn. They're going to turn. They're going to turn on each other. It's either they're going to get, Ray and Dominic are going to win this match, or this is going to be where Dominic turns on Ray. Um, I don't think the Miz and Logan Paul really have a, they have a part to play in this, but um, I don't think giving them the win is going to move this move the story forward at all. Honestly, I agree with you. I think it, if they win, it's 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 either going to be 
the Mysterios as a team win or Dominic somehow turns on Ray and they still win the match. But then that's the story going on. Um, Bennett, what about you? Do you think he listen? You're talking, you're talking about the two-time Grand Slam champion. You're talking about the leader of of the Miz You're talking about the A-lister. Yeah, they're gonna lose. Uh, the, Mysterios, the Mysterios are gonna kick their butts all around that ring. Logan Paul, I am ashamed to have grown up watching Logan Paul on Vine. I'm ashamed growing up knowing that there's kids around my age that idolize Logan and Jake Paul. He is, I don't claim him in my generation. Uh, he is the scum of the earth. Uh, the only time I've ever remotely respected Logan Paul is when he came out with Sami Zayn. Uh, but even then, I didn't like him. Uh, it's just he came out with Sami Zayn. So uh, they're going to get, they're going to literally, Logan Paul is going to be running with his tail between his legs back to uh, be by Jake Paul's side when they beat up some random uh, YouTuber. <laughs> or, 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 or Floyd Mayweather, who's not even a boxer. Or retired boxer from like 25 years ago. Like so yeah. It's so stupid. So they're gonna they're gonna get beat. Now I, again Dominic and Ray showed up on NXT the other night, which was random. Uh so maybe you know if they don't win somehow, then Dominic goes to NXT for a while, which I'd love. Get him some time to actually progress as a wrestler. because uh, I think you know. I think he's like a step away from he's a little too green still. If they just put him in NXT for, for like half a year and then put him back on main TV, he'll be not as good as his dad, but he'll be better than half the wrestlers oh, yeah. that are on the main roster right now. Oh yeah. Being a second and third generation wrestler is always tough. I mean, you either have it or you don't. I mean, the, the flair family, um, if you take Charlotte out of the equation, Reed Flair could have been if his demons hadn't caught had not caught up to him. And then um, um what's the other one? David Flair. <laughs> the less said about his wrestling career, the better. I just want to say that. Uh, Matt, are you in agreement? Or do you think he's uh, Logan's actually giving the respect to the business that Bad Bunny did last year? Uh, I, you can't really compare them because Bad Bunny just knocked it out of the park. Um, Logan Paul, he comes out with his, well, hold on. What what I mean by that is you have someone who's a celebrity who's in who's someone from the outside. That's what I mean by that's, that's the only comparison. They're from the outside coming in. Bad Bunny showed the respect to the business. In my opinion, Logan Paul is like, I'm here for a paycheck. No, exactly. That's, that's what I was saying. Cause Bad Bunny knocked out of the park with the respect because nobody in the locker room's ever seen randy orton said he'd never seen a celebrity give that much respect to the business like bad bunny did when he came in so um Undertaker gives you props yeah i brought he brought him out on stage from his shows i mean they're already tight um we're i mean yeah we see logan paul come out with his drink too like you know his, his whatever it's called was it c2 or whatever um Regardless, uh, you know, I didn't even thought about it until Larry just brought it up. But uh, I could, I knowing WWE, I could easily see Dominic turning heel on Rey Mysterio, and then the Miz and Logan Paul get a cheap win at WrestleMania, which is something I just thought about. I hate thinking about it, but I, I you just never know. But for now, I'm going to say Mysterio is going to wipe the floor with them. Although I will say Logan Paul, uh, you know, he gave a skull crushing finale. That's it. He gave it. I didn't say it was good, but he did give one. Right. Now, if he breaks out a Canadian destroyer better than Bad Bunny, okay. 
Okay. But, I think it's fair. But that ain't gonna happen. All right. The next matchup, Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Larry, will Drew McIntyre get his WrestleMania moment that he didn't get at WrestleMania 36 because of the pandemic? Finally, yes. And then after the loss of 37, which I know had to break his heart. So um, against Happy Corbin, this should be a <clears throat> this should be a let me up match where it's just going to be. I mean, Corbin's got the deep six. No one's kicked out. No, no one's even close. I mean, it, it's they, they both. I mean, it's both. It's going to be attempts to finish the match, attempt to finish the match, attempt to finish the match. And then finally someone hits it and it's over. But you know, or it could be completely the other way, and I'm totally wrong, where they just continue hitting each other with the same move over and over again. Um, but it, I think it'll be a lot like 37 with Lashley, where it's just two big guys just yeah. duking it out. It was actually surprising to me that no one's kicked out of the deep six. Like, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, the end of days. And no one's that's my out. fault. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> end of days. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No one's kicked out of that. Like everyone kicks out of everyone's finisher and no one's kicked out of that. Like that's insane. So honestly, it's a nasty looking move. It is. And I could see Drew being the first one to do it because, because be you remember when someone finally kicked out of the Hogan leg drop or I think warrior did it and the place just yeah. I'm not comparing the late drop to end of days, but <laughs> I think you are. I think you did. That's exactly what you just did. Yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> I know the clickbait for tomorrow. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Wrestling podcast compares. <laughs> uh, no. But no, like I think the reaction is gonna be like just insane if if that happens. So Matt, uh, you are team Drew McIntyre. I was, you a, tell? I was a McIntyre fan prior to that, prior to before you joined the bandwagon, but it's okay. <laughs> hey, 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 I listen, listen. I started liking him when he came back in 18 in NXT. All right. The first time around, I didn't, I don't know. When I watched him as a kid, I was like, I mean, he's cool, but like, he had no flavor, he had no personnel. So then he comes back and now he, he came back as a badass. And now I've been hooked on him since then. But um, yeah, I mean, I think. Honestly, it's annoying how long this feud has gone on. Um, it feels like six months, although it's probably it's going to be closer to four at this point. Um, I, I'm I'm just ready for it to end, and I think it's going to end with McIntyre uh, finally getting rid of Corbin once and for all. Um, whether that's whether he hits two consecutive Claymores or three consecutive, whatever it is, you know, for all the frustration and anguish they've caused him, wrote him off. They um you know, collapse his neck uh, with the chair and the uh, the giant tower beam or whatever. Took him out for a month. You know, there's frustration there. You got plenty of stuff to build into it. Um, cool. I am just ready for it to end. I'm ready for Drew to just move on to something fresh. But I do think uh, if at the end of days is hit, he's going to kick out. So he's going to win regardless. Bennett? I mean, if Drew doesn't win, then why? Like, like why are we even having, yeah. you know? But what I would like to point out is, you know, Baron Corbin's no scrub. Like, I think think Baron Corbin, now that he's become happy Corbin, I kind of just write him off as a stupid punchline. But I feel like if he loses, this is just a prediction, if he loses, it's either going to be a distraction 
guy, Madcap Moth, it just goes awry. Like, like Madcap tries to do something. Corbin's like, no, let me win this. And he turns around, gets Claymore, one, two, three, or something like that. Because I think afterwards he's like pissed off and then just beats the shit out of uh, Madcap Moss and then is off TV for a little bit, comes back as a d- completely different person. Um, you know, I think that would be fuel to try to get him back up because I still think Baron Corbin could be built into a title picture. Yes. They just got to build him right. And so I think if they drop this stupid shtick, have him lose at Mania and then come back at like, I don't know, SummerSlam and just beat the crap out of somebody, then. I mean, you, you'd be set up for success for him to have a title run as a big heel. I agree. Um, honestly, um, I, I think it's one of those things, like, I mean, he's a Golden Globes boxer. Like, if you if they didn't see anything in him, they wouldn't have protected his finisher for this long. So, um, I also think he's, he's having a blast doing the uh, happy character. So I can see him doing it because he he, he like he's, he's having the most fun he's had in a, in a long time. So that's it's just him being obnoxious turned up to twelve. The Usos versus Nakamura and Rick Boogs for the tag SmackDown tag titles. The question I have, and I want to answer it first, is why are these two talented for the tag titles? And my, my answer is they have nothing for them. Like, don't get me wrong, the act is great, but I think Nakamura could, uh, could do better. But cons- knowing his body of work at New Japan and how taxing that style is, it's, it's really like, you know, he he had he had his time in shine. Now he's just now he's just having fun. Um, Larry, what do you think? Mm-hmm. I think this is a chance for Reigns to run in to be show up at both nights of WrestleMania. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, he's going to try to put Foley into Rumble in '98. Yeah, he's going to come in as three different characters. He'll come in with the suit this time, and then the next night he'll come in dressed appropriately. Um, dresses the shield. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that might actually surprise me. Um, I just, yeah, this one's so disappointing. I, yeah, it's just they don't have anything for him. They don't have a thing for him. And the Usos, I swear, I forgot they were champions again. Um, I just, it just doesn't, doesn't even, doesn't even register anymore because it just, they jump, they bounce around so much with those tag titles. They're just props at this point. I can't, um, I can't remember the last group to hold them. For an extended period that was worthy. It's out between them and New Day, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's um, the it's the women's division, but with two men. It's it's like who's got right. it? Is it these two or these two? It's like who's got it? The, her, her, and her. Exactly. Um, Matt, do you do you think do you see the Usos winning it, or do you uh, do you think Boogs and Nakamura are going to try to breathe some new life in the tag division? I think, yeah, I, I got Nakamura and Boogs winning. Um, they usually do a, a kind of a little tag team reshuffle usually around after WrestleMania season. Yeah, uh, and yeah, those, those are called releases. Well, you know, you know, I didn't want to call by the proper name. Um, regardless, um, like you guys said, they definitely don't have anything else for Nakamura and Boogs, so I'm surprised they're even on the card to begin with. Uh, regardless, Usos have held those titles since SummerSlam. I think it's time. I think it's time they're just going to let it go. 
Um, to be honest with you, um, I don't think it's going to play much in the main event. It's more of, you know, Rome, Roman keeps his personal business um, very much subsided from the Usos stuff as of late. So um, I don't think that would result in anything else for him. Uh, regardless, I think Nakamura and Boogs are going to win the titles and they're going to, you know, if they call they call up a tag team or something or they bring in some new guys to the division, uh, so be it. But at least then you get some fresh faces in. But I think, you know, they have the momentum right now. I believe um, Nakamura just beat uh, Jey Uso behind me there um, as it was going on. So uh, they got the momentum. They got the wins right now. I don't see any reason why they would lose at Mania. All right. Bennett, what about you? This is very reminiscent of last Mania because we had – the tag team titles won at Mania by AJ and Omos for Raw. Uh, and this just feels exactly like that, but Rick Boogs is a better wrestler. It's like they're pairing somebody that's green in the ring. Uh, you know, he didn't have any time in NXT. They called him up to the main roster immediately. Uh, and he did so have time in NXT. He did? You just barely saw him on TV. Well, regardless. I mean, he's not like Tommaso Ciampa. You know, he's not someone like that or, or you know, even like Tony D'Angelo in NXT 2.0. He's, he's not like that. We see him when, you know, ah, if they call him up, he might be okay on his own. Right. Or on his own team. They put him with Shinsuke. Shinsuke is basically just like his big brother, helping him get through this first year as a wrestler on the main roster. And so they win the tag titles, gives him a title reign, gives mm-hmm. him a title shot um, that he can hang his t- hat on. Rick Boogs can. And then – uh, when the time comes for him to lose them, whether to, you know, Xavier and, and, and uh, Kofi's New Day, when, when Xavier's back, or even Big E if he, if he makes it back, um, you know, or if they're losing it to a new tag team like Ridge Holland or something. I don't know why they give it to that dangerous person, but, um, well, you know, then, then, that, then so be it. But I think Shinsuke and Boogs hold it. I think they win it off the Usos because I, I, I don't know. They have to. The Usos – they just need to take a chill pill. I agree. I, I really do. Um, I think they were building this. I think this is going to really be the downfall of the bloodline. That's going to start. The, that's going to start the storyline for next WrestleMania, because you know the rumor is Reigns versus Rock. You think they'd start that a year in advance? Well, well, in terms of like family. Tensions, oh, I, I should ask. No plant the seeds. They won't be like Rock Cena 2011. They'll plant the seeds. Yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you. All right, so now we talked about the uh, tag division. And now, we're gonna, honestly, what I feel is going to be the best match of either night, in my opinion. Edge versus AJ Styles. So I think we'll start with Matt. Matt, is this going to steal the show? Is this going to be the edge match that we wanted in 2020 when he returned? Are we finally going to get that? Without a doubt. This is what Ed has been waiting for. Uh, I mean, an opponent like AJ Styles only comes very, very limited times. You only have very limited opportunities to get in the ring with him. And AJ Styles, he elevates everybody he's in the ring with. So when you have a guy experienced, both these guys are super experienced, but when you have Edge who's been just been dominating the WWE since the early 2000s and, you know, had nine years, nine years away 
He came back just as strong as ever with AJ, who's been doing it for so long, so consistently. I mean, it's going to be the perfect storm of just technical greatness. Both of these guys know exactly what they're doing in the ring. They know how to commandeer a match. They know how to lead it. And you put those two together, I don't think there's any reason why it would not steal the show. Um, and if it wasn't matches of the night for either both, for both the nights, I would be shocked. That would mean WrestleMania would be insane. And, you know, the match quality, you know, most of it's pretty oh, pretty okay at WrestleMania. But um, you have to have some really stupendous matches. Uh, not to take on the wordplay that they keep saying for the most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. Um, regardless, um, it's going to blow the roof off the place. And I'm excited. But uh, in ter- I really don't know who's going to win. That's the thing. Like, it's going to be so much fun. I, I'm going to go with Edge. I think Edge is going to have some underhand tactics there. But... Um, He's gonna he's gonna find a way to win. All I want is I want him to have Alter Bridge out there playing him to the ring. That's something he's never had. That, oh man, I'll, right. I'll see that would make it. Bennett, what about you? Do you think man, this this is gonna be this is gonna be a really good one? Um, I, at this point in Edge's career, I just wish that every single um, every single pay per view he was just facing some. Someone different. Like I'd love to see him face Shinsuke. I'd love to see him face Tommaso. I'd love him to face practically everybody that's like like really good right now uh, that he's never faced before because he had so long where he was out of the game. And so there's just many. There's so many years to, to where he needs to catch up. Uh, and they're doing the right thing. They're putting him against AJ. Uh, they don't. The, the best part about uh, Edge and AJ matches. Not, neither one of them need a stipulation to make the match a five star match. This match is going to be a five star match if they give them the time. Yes. Uh, if it's a squash match, either way, then WWE's not doing them right. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any extra storyline that comes off of this. I think it's just a one off match. But I have AJ winning it. Edge at his point in, in his career, he doesn't need the wins. Um, to, 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 to catapult him into greatness. He's already one of the greatest. So uh, you give it to AJ, who doesn't need it per se, but it would be nice. You get, you get a win over Edge. You sort of put yourself in the main title picture. You um, stole so. the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say, I was going to say, neither one of these men need to win, which makes it all so much more like who's going to win. Like it's hard to plan it because they both don't need it. Edge needs it to submit his comeback, AJ needs it to say, I beat a Hall of Famer, another one. So, Larry, do you, are you in agreement with everyone? Uh, absolutely. I, I was desperately trying to find the match that was, they kept the greatest wrestling match of all time. They just kept, was it, oh, who was it? I can't remember, but it was, it was yeah, Orton it was, and somebody, right? Orton and, Orton and Edge. Orton and, Orton and Edge. Edge. It was Orton Great. and Edge. Uh, I think this is going to be better. I think. I just, I think this is going to be better. Injure, you know. Yeah, put, yeah. Let's put it this way. I got the shirt. It's, it was a really good match. Any there match, it is. Any match in new, on New Japan's mid card is has a better opportunity of being labeled the greatest match of all time than that match. I'm not saying it was a bad match. It was a great match. But the problem is WWE doesn't promote wrestling. They promote sports entertainment. <laughs> yeah. I wish Edge didn't get hurt halfway through, though. Yeah, but you know that's true. That was a bummer. Mm-hmm. Is it like, um on the count? Is this match six? This is this, this is, is match five. 
This is match five. So he's got one more. Oh, oh wait, wait. So, wait. Oh, yeah. For night one, the preemptive mm-hmm. match, whatever. No, no, is this an edge? Listing is. I'll yeah. convert it later. Yeah, download that stuff while we're on a podcast. Okay. No, no, no. It was, it was <laughs> still. I was, I was, was, what happened was I was converting the first meeting as I was doing this one. So I, I'll, I'll convert it. Uh, Um, Secret file on the desktop that says taxes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. Taxes. Pictures of his dog. Yeah. (laughs) No. um, Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey for the SmackDown women's title. Now, I have my opinion on why she came back and won the Royal Rumble. Which is why I also believe that they should have just done this with Becky, but this is WWE, which means they don't know a good idea if it smacked them in the face. So, Bennett, I'll start with you. Are you excited for this match? Honestly, I don't care. Um, and that sounds bad, but again, I go back to. They need to sit here the night after Mania and go, all right, the women's division, it is in shambles right now. We have people who are singles competitors in tag teams right now for no reason other than we don't have enough tag teams because we won't sign enough women. They lost, in my opinion, their best one of their best young wrestlers because she was getting overworked. Um, They have so many injured stars right now, Asuka, Bailey, uh, that that I mean, I guess Ronda Rousey's nice, but like she's gonna what win the belt and then you know not have another match until the next pay per view. Yeah, like she, she's gonna be a mark. I, I hate that with 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 the with the people who hold the main titles. Oh yeah, well we're not gonna have any normal wrestling matches. We're gonna let people battle to face me. Like that doesn't always work. I guess with Brock and Roman it does, but like if you're Charlotte Flair, like I don't know. But here, here's so I have. I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right, I have I have Ronda winning, but I am so hoping that either after the second she pins her for the three count, either Becky, Oscar, or or someone comes out and then just stands at the top of the ramp and stares at her, and then you know that's next SmackDown we just get what what falls from that because there has to be something more than this. I can't. Can't let, or maybe Lacey Evans comes back and stares down Charlotte. I don't know. I know no one liked it, liked that, liked it, but it's something. I, 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 I liked them wrestling. I didn't like the story that they used. I know. But, well, Ric Flair's not coming back, but yeah, you know, there goes that storyline. Yeah, true. Larry, same question. Are you excited for this match or are you kind of? Oh, I'm. I'm right there with the guys. I do not care. Um, this is the quickest way to get from 11 to 17. That's all this is. We're trying to get the belt off of um, off of Flair to put it on Flair to get it off of Flair to put it on Flair so that we can have a 17-time champion and she can beat her dad's record. Yeah. How we get there, they the WWE has not made me, has not gotten me invested in how we get to 17, but that's that seems to be the the undying end. That's where we're headed, and it's just a matter of, you know, who who is she going to face? One of the three, right? Maybe the only person I I really feel bad for is Rhea Ripley. She was one of the few 
stars that stands up in the ring and looks like somebody that can take on Charlotte Flair because they're each similar in height, similar in build. And she just gets, oh, yeah, she had such a good, maybe she's, I, I love the idea of somebody staring at the, um, somebody new standing at the end of the, ro- of the I, ramp I agree. Um, or somebody returning. Um, I look at it from this perspective. I, I don't care at all. I am more interested in a Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa program for the AEW women's title than I am Charlotte Flair versus Flair. I'm not. <laughs> I, I know you're I for not. one, I for one do not care about AEW, so uh, I'm not. But you know, to each their own. Right. Matt, are you are you in the you're you're agreeing with like the I don't care about this match? Yeah, yeah, I am. And honestly, I was like that too um, before the match they had at Survivor Series in 2018, and they they had a really good match back then. It is, um, and, and the thing was that was literally like the day of kind of thing because of right. the whole Nia Jax and uh, Becky Lynch punch that. Uh, right, right. They had such little time to put that together, and they put on a great match. Like, you know, yeah, the finish was tainted because of the disqualification, but still. Um, yeah. So they're very much though. I mean, they're trying. They're main eventing every SmackDown. Man, it is not getting me invested whatsoever. Yeah. So. Um, in terms of that aspect, yeah, I'm not excited at all. But, you know, they do have potential to put on a good match because there's no reason why she'd come all this way back after the Charlotte Flair. So I'm hoping it goes better. If they're, if they're closing out the show, I'm hoping it goes better than the Mania 35 main event did. Um, regardless, I'm hoping for um, a good match at least because we all know, I think we all know who the winner's going to be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, if, it, if we, if the WWE could switch out the um, I quit match to the I don't care match, this is the one I would put at the top of that car. This is the, you know. Right on. Right well, on. Let's move on to night two, as I like to call it the celebrity night. We have the fatal four way for the women's tag team title, or as I like to call them, pieces of strap. Queen Slayton versus Carmella, Sasha Banks and Naomi, Naomi, Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan, Natalia versus Shayna Baszler, Larry. I'll ask the same questions I did the last match. Do you mm-hmm. you care about this? Match? I want to. I want to care so bad about Liv Morgan. I want to care so bad about Rhea Ripley, but they're just again, I'm not being given a reason to. Um, I, gosh, this just makes me sad. It makes me so sad because there, there, there could be. I mean, that shows you they have the depth in the women's division, but we have to relegate it to the undercard of the undercard. It's just right. sad. I, I, yeah, I want to, and I'm gonna try, but the everything they've been pushing for the women's division seems to be away from wrestling and more toward. What's going on with social media? What's going on? What are you doing outside the ring? That seems to be the important part. In other words, we're going back to the Divas era. It's the Divas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, uh, let's let's put it this way. Like, I don't care about it. Um, I'm glad these, all eight of them got a WrestleMania match. But we all know that night two is going to be about one thing and one thing only. Brock versus Roman. Every other match in that card no one's going to give two craps about. So being on night two is really a kiss of death. Like, honestly, they should have had night one be everything else, and then night two basically be 
Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns Iron Man match, which I would hate. That would be awful. No, very awful. Um, I see Aria and Liv winning it because you know Carmella has to go off to be a, go on a honeymoon. Um, but it's it's going to be like a five minute match, and it's going to be sad. It really is. Um, Matt, what about you? Yeah, I'm right there with you guys. It's so frustrating because there's so many good single stars you have in that match. Sasha Banks just made a band at WrestleMania last year, and she got put in a tag team with Naomi. That's like the ultimate slap in the face right there. I mean, come on, man. You're something you don't you don't have anything good planned for Sasha Banks because you're so stuck on Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it's inferior. And like what Larry said uh, about Rhea Ripley not too long ago, I, I'm right there with, I thought Rhea Ripley was going to finally take care of the Charlotte Flair demon last year. That didn't happen, you know, and Liv Morgan, you know, she's been progressing in the ring so much better. I think they're a great tag team together. Do I want to see him in tag team for a long time? No, because they both deserve single success, but right. with the way women's division is booked right now. Rhea was just in a tag team, not even three months ago. And now she's back. Exactly. In team. Exactly. So. Then it, it's so fr- it's so frustrating just yeah. seeing all them together. But um, yeah, like you, Kyle, I'm picking Rhea and Liv. It's not going to be the longest match. Um, they're and again, Natalia and Shayna are just there as match fillers. Shayna Baszler, you know, I thought she was going to take the title off Becky Lynch two years ago. Boy, was I wrong about that? I mean, come on, it's crazy how much time flies. Yet some things just stay the same in this company. But Absolutely. I still watch another list. So, yeah. Bennett, what about you? Listen, I, I, I read something somewhere, and I told Matt this, that the, the people who run the women's stuff in WWE, and I, at first it was just NXT, and now I'm sure it's just the WWE, are some of the most sex-deprived humans on earth. I mean, you look at what they're doing in NXT, they need to stop. Like, <laughs> that is disgusting. And now, and now you get, and now you're getting, like, Carmella and Corey Graves fucking each other all of the time. Nobody like the soft core porn that they're putting on, on, on programming is so bad. They made a whole show about it on YouTube. Like, like, and I was like, I was like, oh, I'll watch that. I, I literally watched two, I watched the first two minutes of it. And there were so many, oh, I want to fuck you jokes. I'm I'm like, get me out of here. I'm not watching all the all the commercials are about the veteran. All of I them. Mean, at, like, and that that unfortunately is like Carmella's shtick. It's it's it. And Corey Graves, anytime that they're both out there at the same time, it is just oh, I've been inside her pants. We don't care. Like like, and, and it's the same thing with this match. I think I, I think there's going to be spots in this match that are really good. I think Shane Baszler is going to have a great match. I think Shane Baszler is honestly, besides like Rhea Ripley, those two are are, are the most ready to 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 get a title run uh, of this group. I have I have, well Sasha Banks too and you know I have Sasha and Naomi winning. Um, listen, if the, Sasha gets her moment at Mania um, and uh, she gets those tag titles, she holds them for maybe like like you know a couple months if that. But it gives it gives Naomi something to do that's not just like getting beat up by Sonya Deville. So I mean anything that'll that'll get her doing something productive is good. And then, because if, the, listen, here's my reasoning. If they put them on Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley, then you're you're sentencing both of them to a death sentence of being tag team champs for at least half a year. So, I mean, Sasha Banks at least will put on entertaining matches. 
They could bring back Bailey and have her team with Nikki A.S.H. and have some great matches there. So you have a lot of stuff you can do. You just reminded me that Sasha Banks has never won a WrestleMania, and now I'm upset again. Yep. Well, but before we move on to the next match, I I, I will say this. Like, um, I've not really watched much of NXT 2.0. You're missing out. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of I am not missing out, and there's a reason why I'm not missing. You're missing out on the greatest NXT champion of all time. Like, well, here, let me let me name some. Adam Cole, Aleister Black, uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Seth Rollins. Um, Vince Russo. No, that's WCW. <laughs> how many, hang on. How many of those guys that you just mentioned are still in the company? Like three of them? Um, no, no. We I mean, you, you said greatest NXT champions of all time. Yeah, and you got Dolph Ziggler. Like, Don't forget about Dolph Ziggler. Who's the current NXT champ? That's right. And and, and there is bias there because he's right. my Which favorite means, wrestler of all time. They had the main roster that that shows you how much that they care about NXT right now. That they had to give the belt to a main roster guy just so they can sell some tickets to stand and deliver, so they can give it back to Braun Breaker. But Nikita well, Lyons, though, <laughs> Ziggler is a man of honor, brother. And um, oh, Ziggler is you world class. Argument. I remember. I. Remember when he cashed in that money in the bank? You will not get an argument from me, but he doesn't need to be a main eventer in NXT. He needs to be a main eventer on Raw or SmackDown. Well, I mean, and unfortunately, I feel like Robert Roode would just be like amazing if he just stayed in NXT. I think he could be doing like five star matches down there, but if he's on the main roster, he's just lost in the shuffle. So, speaking of lost in the shuffle, next up we have a anything goes match. Between Johnny Knoxville and Sami Zayn. Now, this is going to be the same question as I had for the Mysterio's tag match. Do you think Johnny Knoxville is giving the same respect to the business that Bad Bunny is or did last year? And I'm I'm gonna say of the two, he's given them more respect. Like you can tell he's not there for a paycheck. Like Logan Paul just shows up whenever he wants to. Johnny Knoxville literally had him at his at the Jackass movie premiere. They 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 got like a like a fake phone number to plaster all over LA and all over the world to have Sami Zayn get like 20 million text messages and calls and whatnot. Like he's all in on it. I think he's going to surprise. I think that's the reason why they have the anything go anything go stipulation. So that way he's not really bogged down by the um I have to try to be a good wrestler. But I, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people. He will be in the upper echelon of celebrity matches. Um, uh, he will definitely not be in bad bunny territory, but he will be in the upper echelon. Matt, what do you think? No, I think, like you said, he's been great. Um, he's shown plenty of respect. Um, I don't think they would have given him something at the Royal Rumble and now at WrestleMania if he wasn't doing something right backstage. And he's he's doing really well, and I think Sami Zayn's a perfect opponent for a celebrity like him. He can take him, he can take him through pretty easily. And, he, of course, like you said, you're not being held down by the normal rules of a match. Just anything goes. Just let it go. And um, I, I respect it. I texted Sami Zayn myself. I sent him eight ball. Um, he didn't, he didn't, 
fawn back, but um, <laughs> maybe I'll send it again to him later. Um, but, but no, I think that was great. That was a great technique. Um, I mean, we haven't seen something like that before where they just, you know, get this phone or like here, text Sammy Zane. And the best thing about that too, is that he actually picked up that phone sometimes for the fans. Yeah. He responded, he responded. He said, tell him to stop calling me. There was, there was this you know, one, one clip where he's actually carrying his phone to the ring at a house show. And it, it's ringing as he's walking to the ring and he gives it to the attendant, like, Hey, here, keep this away from me. <laughs> like, like Sami Zayn is a, is a treasure. I, I I have an idea for Knoxville's entrance, but Bennett, what about you? Man, listen. Besides Dolph Ziggler, Sami Zayn's my other favorite wrestler. Uh, besides, I mean, this guy. But uh, the I this is going to be great for the documentary. I mean, listen. You've got <laughs> yes the documentary. It's gonna come out, and trust me, when it comes out, it's gonna be better than any of that inside the ring stuff that's come out. Um, dark side listen, of the ring. Any, yeah, dark side of the ring. This is gonna wipe the floor with that. The conspiracy when it comes out, I mean, it is gonna it's gonna go all the way up. It's gonna go to the Supreme Court. They're gonna not WWE. Done. Hmm? So 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 let me guess. Is he gonna be on the same docket as uh, Mike Lindell and his? Uh, election challenges as well yeah, basically but, but this one's gonna hold more significance i mean listen like they've been doing him dirty and they and they know they're doing him dirty i mean yeah Sami Zayn's gonna lose this one um if logan paul loses it's a guarantee that that that, that uh knoxville's gonna win because if you have two celebrities lose at a mania doesn't look great yeah. Um, so you have, you know, but everyone loves beat up on Logan Paul, but I think it's going to be a hell of a match. I think, uh, I, I kind of want to see, uh, how, um, how Knoxville takes the Haluva kick, um, mm. you know, uh, cause it's going to happen at some point in the match. I also want to see what Knoxville chooses as like a finisher oh, yeah. um, to the, the match. I want to see if he uses the Haluva kick against him or if he like jumps off the top of the building onto him or something like that. I mean, this man's going to break a bone probably. Uh, just doing this match so uh, it's gonna be great and honestly the build-up to this has been at first I was skeptical I, yep. especially yep. when he had the championship I was like no please let's not have Knoxville take the title yes. off of him no, I remember um, I was like yeah this can't happen but after they took the title off of him and he's doing all this stuff yeah I'm all for it like 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 give me give me Sami Zayn uh that man is that man's a treasure but uh Knoxville wins and Larry, before I get your two cents, here's what I want Johnny Knoxville to do. I want him to come out wearing a mask, but not just any mask. I want him to come out with a mask that looks suspiciously like the greatest luchador of all time, El Generico. And then as soon as he walks down, you, you pan to Sammy's face like, I know that mask. I know what you're trying to do. Play mind games. Larry, what do you think? You took it right out of my mouth because that's, that's how the, the, um, the documentary ends. Is someone stealing his identity? That's how it ends. It's gonna be, he's going to come out to the ring. He's going to have the, the greatest luchador of all times mask standing. And, and Sammy's just going to be like, <laughs> it, it's, it's just going to be perfect. It's going to be so good. And he's, he's going to be completely knocked off. What I want to see is just like you said, it's no, it's a, 
you know, no rules, no holds barred, everything's fine. Um, he'll do fine in that. I think you're right. Two celebrities uh, lose this year. No celebrities come next year. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting what kind of, I uh, like the jumping off a building maybe, but yeah. it's going to be something crazy that ends the match. Um, but yeah, I, I really, if there was ever a time to bring that out to, to just, and then make sure anything's got the documentary crew with them still. Oh man, that would just be so pretty. I do have something to say that's like I didn't know just happened that Xavier Woods is now back. He was oh. just back on TV, yeah. Why didn't you mention that, man? That's like big, big news. I mean, he doesn't have a mania match right now. It doesn't so. matter. Like he's back though. Like he's back. And mm-hmm. speaking of someone else who's back. See, I got a segue. Pat McAfee is back in a wrestling match, in a wrestling ring. McAfee against Austin Theory. I was, he is in the upper echelon of, of out celebrity participants inside a wrestling ring, whether it be in WWE or outside WWE. Um, his match with Adam Cole was just stupendous. Matt, does McAfee try to steal the show? You know he's gonna do it. He he's he's dreamt of this moment. Uh, he dropped an eight minute video on his Twitter just talking about how excited he is for this match, or at least the opportunity to at least. He's been he's been thinking about it all his life, and now he's finally getting to get that chance. There's no way he's gonna mess this up. You know he's got some big stuff planned. And yeah, it's just a regular one on one match with Austin Theory for right now. But man, he can he can do it. He can do it all. I mean, he impressed me when he just leaped up to the top rope like it was nobody's business. Yes. And then uh, right, ran to Adam Cole for the superplex. So smooth. Yeah. I mean, he's more fluid in the ring than good. some of the other wrestlers. What do you say? It's so back when NXT was good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I need to rewatch those matches, man. They're great. Oh, the War Games is fantastic, too. But, again, anything that McAfee's on, it, it kind of just turns to gold. And this even includes um, when they put the camera on the announcers. Like, you can just see – once you see his personality shine through, I mean, it's just golden. And I think Theory's a great opponent for him, too, same way that Zayn is good for uh, Knoxville. They're going to keep it safe. Um, they're going to make sure that McAfee's good. But McAfee, you know, he's going to take some risks. He's going to go out there. Um, Theory, and I think Theory uh, – again, this is why I think McAfee's going to win. I think Theory can afford the loss. Yes. Um, not, not to mention that, you know, you can have some seedlings there with, uh, uh, Mr. McMahon, like, ah, oh, you're supposed to win this match. You know, like I, I, I made you all this, I, I gave you all these backstage sick. And then, you know, it goes into that. And, you know, Pat, I, Pat deserves a win. And I think this is a good spot for him to do it. I agree. Bennett. Listen, uh, I'm excited for this match. I think, you know, everyone gives a lot of shit to Austin theory, but, but I mean, at the same time, this dude's amazing in the ring. Um, yes. And, you know, it was hard for him to come off of being in the way and then uh, come to the main roster. And he's really made his own there as, you know, a cocky bitch. But uh, he's getting his mania match. And it's against Pat McAfee, not the worst opponent to have it against. Uh, I think it's going to be, you know, about a three and a half star match. I think there's going to be some good spots. I don't think it's going to be amazing. But I have awesome theory winning. Uh, listen, I've gone back and forth a lot in my mind of who's going to win it, but Austin Theory needs a big push, and they've been giving him stuff. They've been giving him stuff, but 
I think they give him the ultimate push. They have him topple McAfee and then come out the next, you know, the next time he's on TV and then face an even bigger opponent and beat them. So I think it puts him in like the ricochet title era instead of being one of the new guys if he beats right. McAfee. I got so put them right up there in that title picture. All uh, right. Yeah, it's, it's a. When it comes to the matches where I'm not sure who's going to win, I have to look at the two of them and say, who can take a loss and come out just fine? As, as good old JR likes to say, if you can't lose and come out ahead, you don't know how to wrestle. You don't know how to wrestle. You're not, you're not in the league. You're not in the business. Lose isn't going to kill you. Yeah. And I think a lose would hurt Austin Theory, whereas a loss to, for McAfee, would, he's still going to be the commentator. He's still going to have the same position. And maybe you get to carry a feud at that point because he's, he's somebody, it's not like he's going anywhere. Both of them are going to stick around. It, it's not a bad, you know, thing to they've carried. They haven't. It's it's relatively new. It's just F, you know, McMahon was on the, um, on the uh, podcast on the Pat McAfee show. Then this was like this built for what like three, four weeks. Yeah, and so I mean, I could see this. This is something that could carry past Mania. Um, give them both something to go after, but. Yeah, McAfee, McAfee loses. I think I think Austin Theory wins. Austin Theory, his first WrestleMania match was two years ago in a makeshift tag team because it was God, I can't even remember who it was now. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was Andrade and um, Angel Garza. Andrade and, and, and uh, Andrade mm-hmm. and Angel Garza. But one of them had to pull out because I think of COVID or something. So it ended up being Angel Garza and Austin Theory. And yeah, like I said, uh, we don't count all WrestleMania 36 for much of anything. Um, so his first like real WrestleMania match. Yes, it yes, it's against a non-wrestler, but it's against a non-wrestler who has wrestled before and has has impressed. So um I think. If Austin Theory loses, there's going to be some shenanigans. Like McMahon costs him to match. But I, I see Austin Theory winning. I do. I want to I want to see McMahon walk down the aisle with the with the McMahon strut. Right. And uh it's like straight out of um the <laughs> the scene of Batista ending. I want to see him come down just just oh, yeah. oh man, yes, just oh, spit coming out. Out of his mouth. Hopefully, he doesn't tear both his quads again. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. So. <laughs> All right. All right. So um, we had to take a little break because Larry had to put the church boss of his family down for a nap or bedtime. <laughs> um, but he will be back on in just a moment. But our next to last match raw tag team titles rk bro street profits and alpha academy here's the question i'm going to ask and ben it'll start with you does rk bro implode on the biggest stage mm. This is a hard one because I want either them or the Alpha Academy to win. Uh, mainly because I just don't like Street, street Profits. But I just have this feeling. Wait, why I don't, do you like Street Profits? I don't know. 
like it's not like something i'm just like i've just ever uh, oh oh here's why they weigh solo cups and i hate that i just hate like they shoot all these damn things in the air i'm like stop wasting the damn solo cups ruin the environment no they fucking don't they fucking don't reuse them that is bullshit do you think this well then again it's also a business expense so you know they get their they get that shit written off on taxes. They for sure don't reuse because you know how unpliable a fucking solo cup is. You bend it the wrong way and you have a fucking hole in the cup. So you fire that shit in the air. Yeah, there's a hole in it. They definitely don't reuse that shit. But that's the reason I hate them, and also just because I don't know. Like they're exciting, I guess, to watch in the ring. But I mean, it's not into them. Not into the whole character. Okay. Um, but at the same I time, mean, this is your problem. Yeah, absolutely. I think that they win the titles here. Um, I think they pin Alpha Academy. I think Chad Gable ends up being the guy that goes down. Um, but shush, shush. Uh, thank you. I, I, the I, amount I, of time he, Matt said that. He Matt said that so many times. So well. What did you say? So he plays the nerd character so well. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. Four point GPA. I could only dream. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I think, I, I don't know if RK bro implodes on itself. I, I, I think they wouldn't do that at mania. I think it'd be raw after mania. Like maybe, uh, they're just having like a the street properties are having a celebration and then RK bro comes out and then, you know, low blow from riddle on, uh, low, low blow on Orton by riddle. Uh, and he, you know, he celebrates with the street profits while Wharton's just writhing in pain. Um, something like that would would just make sense to me. <laughs> I, I completely understand. Um, Matt, what about you? Uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great match. Uh, you got three great tag teams right there um, who know who got really good chemistry. Uh, you know, they've, and if you couldn't tell by the endless amount of matches they had in these Raws beforehand, um, they're going to know each other real well. Uh, I got RK Bro winning. Uh, I don't see them imploding yet. Um, and I feel like WrestleMania, yeah, it's an, it's an easy way to predict it. I think, I think for this kind of heel turn, because you know eventually it's going to come, it's got to be at the least, like, the most surprising time that you expect it. Like, it, like WrestleMania, you, you kind of expect that, like, you know, big, big show, go home, uh, Go big or go home, whatever the case is. Uh, in terms of match quality, it's gonna be fine. Um, you got three great tag teams right in there. Uh, I think RK Bro is gonna win. They're gonna retain. Uh, I think Orton Orton is loving what he's doing right now with Riddle. Yeah, like you said. Um, I, I honestly haven't seen Orton like Orton is one of those in seeing from his early days with Evolution and onto his uh, legacy days, his failed babyface run in two thousand four. You can tell he's having fun, right. and that's scary because Orton is is great, and when he's having fun, that's scary for a lot of people. It really is. Absolutely. Um, I, I'll, I'll drag this out a little bit while uh, you know, Larry gets, gets ready to come back on. Um, as I do commentary on uh, Purdue's up uh, is now only down by two of 25 seconds. Come on, St. Peter's. Oh, I mean, wait, Sammy Zane's on in the background. What's you, he saying? He's, he's saying that St. Peter's better win. 
See, he's a peacock guy. That's what it is. And today, and, uh, he's probably saying guy. that he's probably saying that since Kentucky lost, they're not part of the conspiracy. Yeah, basically, I agree. Uh, I love Sam. Like, okay, yeah. listen, listen. There, there are three people. There are three people in the WWE that, that I just have tremendous respect for: Dolph mm-hmm. Ziggler, Sami Zayn, and LA Knight. And like those three guys, like they can do no. Well, they could do wrong. Trust me, they could do wrong. They could be like Deshaun Watson out here. Um, but Ooh. what low blow? That's, low blow. That's an interesting comparison. <laughs> I mean, what am I supposed I, to compare him to? I, I, I want to see you spin this. So go ahead. Oh, what am I supposed to compare him to Velveteen Dream or Lars Sullivan or, you know, one of these other failed wrestlers? Um, listen, just tremendous respect for these guys. Okay. Um, and they're just great on the mic. So he was just uh, talking about how Johnny, he thinks, uh, how he thinks that Johnny Knoxville thinks that he's in his head right now, but Sami Zayn's ahead of the game. That's pretty much what I got. It looks like Austin Austin just smacked the uh, uh, headphones off Pat McAfee again. Yep. Pat McAfee's now chasing him. Backstage. Okay. Yeah. This might be like the Brock Lesnar thing uh, with Paul Heyman, except it's not. Oh, he's in Mr. McMahon's locker room. Yeah. Vince McMahon would walk by and be like, what the hell are you doing? I don't know. You wrote the script. I mean, this is true. Hey, this isn't control your narrative. So they just let <laughs> they just let Michael Cole stay by himself. There. Yeah, but is that Shanky and or uh, that gender? is Sasha Banks and Naomi? Actually, well, anyway, um, while while we're um, but yeah, so let's get back to the Raw <laughs> title. Um, I don't think they're going to implode. Honestly, like I said, I think. Orton's having too much fun right now. He's having just as much fun as St. Peter's is having in this tournament, if not more fun, for a matchup that's one point with eight seconds left. St. Peter's. Wow. Yeah, I'm doing like solo commentary on this, and he just got fouled with four, oh, four seconds left. Yeah, this is going to be fun. But, um, yeah, I know. Um. I'm on peacocks I, all the way, baby. I, I, I want to see, um, see the Street Profits win, but I also understand why they shouldn't because they were, they were one of the MVPs of the pandemic era. Like, they held down the tag team division on Raw and then SmackDown for a year. Did they hold titles? Yes. Yeah, because okay. they got drafted and, you know – all that jazz. Okay. I'm just making sure. I, I didn't know if they if since they'd been called up if they've ever held titles. Yeah, they, so. yeah, they held they held both. So well, they should. Unfortunately, again, as much as I don't like you know the fact they waste you know solo cups, uh, I, they should hold the titles again. They're entertaining to watch live. Um, so do they just win? St. Peter's going to the Elite Eight. That's the, now? that's the first time a 15 seed's ever made it to the lead eight. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and They're say this now. now. They're in the same half of the bracket as Duke. If it's Duke versus St. Peter's, I if there's one team I would like to end Coach K's career would be St. Peter's. It's a 15 seed. I, I, dis- I disagree. I, I disagree. I'd rather Great. the Razorbacks take them out. No. I disagree with that. Listen, listen. I would have rather had no, no. Texas Tech head coach take them out. 
here's too bad. Here, here's here's the reason why I say this. Coach K started his career at Army, his coaching career. And playing either an independent schedule or in like a, a minor uh, or mid-major conference. So for a mid-major or low-major conference to end his career after being so dominant against them his entire tenure at Duke would literally just like, it would be the ultimate Cinderella story. Just saying, I'm a Duke fan. I want Duke to win a national title, but if it's Duke versus St. Peter's, I'm like, I'll, I was like uh, back when uh, Duke played Gonzaga in the, in the finals, I'm like, it's, well, as long as it's a good game. So, yeah. So they face the winner of UNC UCLA. Ooh, what if St. Peter's? That, it, what if St. Peter's beats Duke and UNC and Duke to get to the finals? And then they beat like Kansas. No, 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 no. Here's the thing: they they beat two Kentucky schools to get to the Sweet Sixteen. They would beat two North Carolina schools to get to the a national title game. Ooh. But yeah. yeah, that's too much Cinderella. You don't get that in the NCAA tournament. Oh, somebody's afraid. Yeah, to it was called NC State in 1983, but or Villanova yeah. in 1985. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I definitely believe it's um, Randy Orton and Red Orton will retain. I, okay. I, I see Otis taking the pin. Um, I really do. And we're uh, we'll, we'll we'll just continue when Larry um, um, joins back in and joins back in. But before we talk about the main match, does Seth Rollins have a match at WrestleMania? And it is is it against who we think it's going to be? Yes. Yeah, I think I think at this point it's kind of written in stone. I agree. I mean, as much as I, I kind of don't want it to happen. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't hate, I don't hate Cody Rhodes. Oh, it's happening! It's happening! I just hate being wrong, and I feel, and I'm wrong because I was like, when it was in Jacksonville, Cody Rhodes didn't show up. I had like brass balls that night. I'm like, oh, what happened, Matt? Cody Rhodes didn't show up, and then he signed like literally like later that day, and I'm like, so, so. I, I saw a tweet by Ryan Satin, who uh, does the Out of Character podcast for WWE, WWE, but also does a lot of work for Fox. Um, he, I think he wrote it perfectly. He said that Seth Rollins needs to come out of Raw next Monday. He, and he needs to have like a simple promo and says, you know what? I'm issuing an open challenge for WrestleMania. You're not going to give me a match. I'm going to make one. And I don't care if you have to walk through a forbidden door to get here. And then leave. That's the end of the promo. And then WrestleMania, he walks out. And at first, you hear the Stardust music. And then with, hold on. Within like tw- uh, 10 seconds, it cuts off and goes, wrestling has only more than one royal family. His um, uh, theme hits. He has the entire presentation that he was in AEW. 
ring gear, pyro, have them come up from the stage, everything. Which gives the does Go does ahead. he have the neck tattoo? Well, yeah. Tattoo. You can't take neck tattoo maybe, off, Matt. Maybe it was satire. I thought I saw something like he was getting rid of the neck tattoo. No, that's kind of impossible. It was, it was probably satire. You know how, but, much, you know how much concealer you got to put on to cover that tattoo? A lot. At least, but I mean, hey, I, I'm sure, I'm sure you got the money for it. No, okay. he can. He they don't care enough. They, they might have him wear like a jacket or something to cover it. But yeah, no. I don't know. Personally, I if he's gonna come back, I'd personally like him to. You know, I I just have a soft spot for so smoke and mirrors, but I I do think the AEW presentation is the way to go. It shows it shows maturity, right? It shows like, hey, this is what I did after you let me after you disrespect me like this. I'm gonna come back and I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna dominate because I've turned myself around. There's a awesome video um, from Parts Unknown uh, where they fantasy book Cody Rhodes's first year. Back in WWE, and it's 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 a good watch. Um, Are they having a fatal four way right now? Fatal four way between one member of each tag team at the women's tag titles match at WrestleMania: Ripley, Baszler, Banks, and Zelina. Yeah, I read that somewhere. So. Oh, okay. Um, uh, his daughter's probably not cooperating, so she probably was like, "Yeah, no." Um, yeah, definitely. But the main event, and when uh, when he pops on, we'll uh, we'll circle back to those matches. But the main event: Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, or as I or they're calling it, what the the biggest greatest WrestleMania main event ever? Is that what their tagline is? There's more than that. The, all the words felt the entire screen. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, it's a lot. Hold on. Let, let's see who can find it too. Yeah. So it's the was it the greatest wrestling uh, greatest WrestleMania main event winner take all championship unification. That's the one. Okay. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, we uh, has no problem. So basically, um, I'm just it's like the Warriors and the Cavs in the NBA final for four straight years. I've seen this match. Um, Do Bennett, we'll start with you. Do you believe the hype of the match will be better than the match itself. Listen, um, this match is completely unnecessary. Like, Lesnar won the Rumble, should be facing Roman. Shouldn't have won the title. I don't know why they gave him the title. Um, It makes no sense. You could easily have put that on, on Rollins, on Styles, on, on anybody on that roster besides Lesnar. 
and and this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Over the past over the past year, the Universal Title has become way more significant than the WWE Championship, and that personally, I think, should never happen. The Universal Title is always the second title, in my opinion. And unfortunately, right now, it's it's number one. Um, it, it's frustrating, and at this point, I mean. The build for this match has been pretty stupid. Honestly, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. big meaty man hit man forklift. Uh, big meaty man grab car door. Big meaty man chase man down ramp. Big meaty man's manager turn on big meaty man. Like, we've seen this shit before. Um, Brock Lesnar, while, while a great in-ring competitor, is kind of a one-trick pony. I mean, he comes out here, he smashes shit, he smashes more shit, and then he just hits like his F5 15 times and wins a match. Um, he's overhyped, uh, he's overrated. Um, and personally, ever since, you know, ever since he stopped getting on the top rope and doing all that cool shit that he used to do, he hasn't been as good of a wrestler. Um, I'm tired of people defending Brock Lesnar. Uh, this man does not deserve a WWE championship. He doesn't deserve the title. He doesn't deserve a match. He doesn't deserve a rumble. He's just a big beefhead. Uh, Roman has solidified himself as the future of this company. Um, and he is the best person that's holding a title currently in, 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 in pro wrestling as a whole. This man has the look. He has the fame. He has the power. He has the technical ability. Uh, he can do anything. So uh, Roman Reigns uh, is going to win this match. If he doesn't win this match and they give it to, to Brock Lesnar, they're making a mistake. Um and I'm tired of seeing him. I'm tired of seeing Lesnar. I'm tired of seeing Goldberg. I'm tired of seeing Cena all in the main title picture. All of these guys are too old to be in the title picture. We need people like Priest as much as I hate him, Balor as much as I love him. We need those kind of people holding the titles right now because and Roman and Seth, because without them, I mean, it's just going to be the same stale shit we've seen for the past 20 years. Right. Well, the problem is... Vince doesn't know how to create new stars, which is shocking because the attitude era was based on he was in a coin, he was backed into a wall. He had to create new stars. And that's when you had The Rock, Triple H, Steve Austin, Mankind, Kane, here's the Undertaker. Thing. Here's the thing. We say we say that he doesn't know how to create stars, but look at look at Reigns. Before this title run, everyone fucking hated him. Everyone hated him. Yeah, he comes back, he gets this title, he's a megastar. And yeah, his 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 heritage maybe gave him a lot of that, but at the same time, he built reigns from NXT to where he is now. Right. And so, yeah, they you know they don't might not have a megastar, they he might not know how to build stars, but he has reigns, he has Rollins. Okay. I mean, he's brought all these people up. Yeah, but here, here's here's the thing though, and we'll we'll mag in on this in just a second. Absolutely, yeah. You have Reigns, okay? He's been in the title picture since WrestleMania 31. Okay, you have Seth Rollins, who's been in the title picture since WrestleMania 31. Okay, you had Drew McIntyre in the picture for a year. You had him at WrestleMania 31. You didn't use him. No, actually, I think he'd already been released by 30. 30 was his last WrestleMania, 
But in that time when he was had his back, Vince had his back against the wall. He to create new stars. Now it's hmm, let's look at the stock report. Great. I'm making another billion dollars. Okay. You know what? Let's 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 put three celebrities on WrestleMania. Let's have Brock Lesnar main event, and let's have eight women who are not part of tag teams in a tag team title match. So this Vince McMahon only cares about the money, only cares about what the stock portfolio says. And as long as the stock portfolio is good, he's not, he doesn't need to create new stars. And that's the problem, in my opinion. I understand that. I do think, yeah, I think profits play a huge role in it nowadays. And that's why we're kind of just stuck in this corner here with that unification match. But, man, it's depressing sometimes to think about. Mm-hmm. But uh, you mind if I just segue in? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the main event, man, <sighs> ever since Royal Rumble, I, I mean, you can take into the fact that, you know, I'm, I could just be a sour Drew McIntyre fan, just a salty. He was this last guy eliminating the Royal Rumble for Lesnar. But, I mean, uh, I, I've been watching a long time, and I think it's fair to say that Brock Lesnar has been handed the most opportunities for success and greatness I've ever seen in the company. And it's a lot. I I think I, you ever watched the 2019 money in the bank ladder match? You know, the one that he wasn't scheduled for the one where he was never put in, didn't do anything. He just knocked Ollie off the top of the ladder, gets the briefcase. Oh no, he gets it. Cashes in a month later, another title reign. So don't Something get like me wrong. Boombox Brock was funny. What was that? That was funny. It was funny. It was funny. I I, 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 I agree with your point. So unnecessary. And ever since then, every title reign he's had just felt so useless. Well, well, okay, to be fair. Actually, no. The same year he beat Kofi in six seconds. Mm -hmm. Don't even get me started on that. And and this goes way back. This goes before. This is the most we've seen Brock Lesnar as a full-time wrestler in – Set eight, almost eight years, something like that. Since he came back, twenty four, right? Twenty fourteen or twenty twelve? Sorry, twenty twelve when he came back, he was he was on every week. It was great. I mean, do you? I remember the first few reigns with the universal title were just doom because he won and he was gone for a few months. Like, okay, so here's here are the pay per views. We, we have TLC. You know, we have Survivor Series. Here we're gonna have a number one contenders match at the pay per view. Because Brock can't compete till Royal Rumble. It's not in his contract. So all these days, all these reigns, um, using the days, putting together, uh, it's just so useless. Because at the end of the day, Brock Lesnar continues to get handed opportunity after opportunity. And this year has been no different. They've been, going the, they've been keeping this one on since SummerSlam of last year. Yeah. And yeah, he was gone for a month, a month or so with that suspension, whatever the case is. But man, I don't... It's been absolute chaos since day one when he won the WWE Championship and then yeah. Royal Rumble. He loses the WWE Championship to Bobby Lashley, which, by the way, since we were talking about new stars, Bobby Lashley becoming a star 
in the past year and a half. Thankful for that because I absolutely love what Lashley's been up to. I really wish he was on the card, but I know he's hurt. Um, but and then wins it back at Elimination Chamber in the most predictable chamber I've ever seen. The F five was cool. F five off the top was cool, but man, just going into this, I'm going to talk about Roman. I'm just been spewing it up, Brock. But regardless, again, this all goes back to my point. He's been handed the most opportunities I've ever seen in the company. And we go to Roman, who's been solidified. He's changed his career around ever since um, COVID hit in 2020, came back at heel, dominated the place. He's looked so much better. He's gotten a lot more fan support. He's been doing the, He's been doing so much good stuff. He's right. been the most consistent part of SmackDown for just about two years. Oh, and he's been right. He's been doing he's been doing everything and he's been great at it. He's the top star. He's the top dog. Right. So them going at it in a championship unification match, I don't know what this means for the future. And I guess now you're not you're only gonna have one main champion, so they're gonna show up on both shows. I just saw an advertisement that made me upset. It's called next week's Raw is called WrestleMania Raw. You know, there's WrestleMania backlash. There's WrestleMania Raw on Monday. I just saw that. Well, it's Larry, you know, well, I won't go talk real quick because we want to get Larry's opinion on this because, you know, the real boss of the family decided to finally uh, uh, go to bed. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, she's to- asleep for, she'll be asleep for maybe five to 10 minutes. Okay. Well, we have a five to 10 minute window. Yeah. Uh, so, Randy Orton, uh, the football tag team power. Do you think RKO, RK Bro is going to survive WrestleMania, or do you think they're going to implode? I want them to survive. I think they should survive. They've, it's been such a good thing. It's been a rejuvenation for Randy Orton, um, doing something new. Yeah, I, um, and then well, I was gonna getting say, rid of over. One thing I told him was, I was like, he looks like he's having fun, and that's scary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Um, um, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, and then uh, I was going to just, uh, I, I couldn't have said it better than Matt did I'm about the, for the title. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just a, as soon as Brock Lesnar's on the card, you're like, well, I know who's going to win. Right. You know, or, or at least retain, or, you know, he's just, I don't know. Cause I, cause the, <laughs> I am, I don't want this to be the case, but they have not mentioned what happens if a disqualification happens. They don't. The, the titles don't unify, then I assume. Oh, no. Right. And, and, yeah, and, and, and we, that's and we don't my get, assumption. And we don't get the purple belt. We don't get the purple belt, the red and blue. Yeah. So, Universal. That's the worst part of it. But uh, yeah, they're both because, well, they, they say Fox and um, USA are both, they're like, you're not, we, we want a championship champion on, yeah. on both of our shows. So. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's a oh if it's gonna oh if it's a DQ finish I'm gonna be so mad. Yeah. But it's I don't uh, uh yeah I don't see him unifying him just uh, because of the just because of the money. And if it's um, if it's a DQ, uh, honestly I think what's gonna happen is like one of them's gonna win, but they're gonna be defended separately. What so if mm-hmm. Benny, you were gonna say what something. if what if and this is this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. What if it's a DQ finish because Goldberg spears something. Oh no! Imagine if Goldberg just showed up at Mania and speared Lesnar or something, mm-hmm. and then that would be like that would be the culmination of of like 
you know, an outhouse overflowing of shit that they <laughs> come up with. You're both next. <laughs> and spear somebody. <laughs> like, because that's the only person I could think they would be able to have come into this match and have, have a DQ that would make any sense. I mean... It doesn't have to make sense anymore, man. It doesn't have Hell to make no. sense. That's uh, the uh, only other legend that I feel they could pull out of their ass. Mm-hmm. It's like... I guess whatever like WrestleMania backlash or whatever's going to take place after this is yeah. going to take place in Saudi, so that way he can get some more money. Yeah. But, uh, um, I was trying to figure oh. out how Cody, how does Cody fit into this? Oh yeah, or... no, no. So we so we we do this, and uh, this is going to be last because you know we're we're about running out of time because uh, Bennett has uh, something he has to get to in a little bit. Um, we were talking about how Cody's um, debut will go. So I'm, I'm going to give you the scenario. I want you to tell me your opinion on it, Larry. Uh, Seth Rollins comes up next Monday and says, since you're not going to give me a match, I'm throwing out an open challenge, and I don't care if you have to walk through a forbidden door to get here. <laughs> and then walk away. Uh, what do you think? So he, So he does not show... He doesn't draw his, his 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 he comes on WrestleMania, he comes out on WrestleMania as Cody Rhodes. Yes. I love it. I love it because Forbidden Door is like the new wrestling catchphrase. Everybody loves the Forbidden Door. Right. I, I that would be interesting. And honestly, let let it be on night two. Yes. Let yeah. let Seth no, let Seth Rollins walk out on night one and go, oh not tonight. And then literally just walk in. <laughs> so, but yeah. no, I love it. I, honestly, so that means it cannot happen that way. It will absolutely not happen that way. It'll be some absolutely. stupid, yeah, stupid awesome. thing that's absolutely. just like, oh, look, he's he's coming through the crowd. Oh, look but at him can... with his stupid neck tattoo. Yay! <laughs> no, honestly, the entire AEW presentation comes out from underneath the ring, the pyro. <laughs> Like like the, the like the theme music, everything. We're gonna we're gonna get the invasion angle right this time. We're gonna do it right. <laughs> because one guy is you have a former AEW EVP walking out on WrestleMania. So, but yeah, um, I, I I will say just give me a one word. Uh, your one word expectation or thoughts on WrestleMania. Bennett, I'll start with you. Giant fucking horse cock. Are <laughs> <laughs> there other hyphens in there? <laughs> yes. It's like, it's, it's like those, it's those apostrophes. It's yeah. one giant long ass word. Mm-hmm. Giant fucking horse cock. Uh, mm-hmm. or, or just to simplify it, just shit. Uh, it's going to be shit. Matt. <clears throat> it's for me it's please as in please let it just be good yeah you know i say that every year but please Please. give us a chance larry i mean i don't know yeah i got all i got is defenestration that's all i've got and that is because there's a word in english that literally means to throw out a window that's I feel like what we're gonna do with this. Just gonna chuck it out the window. It's, I have no clue what if this could go horribly, horribly wrong, horribly wrong, or be okay. And I think that's as high as the needle goes. Right. I was like, that wasn't bad. I 
I think mine is going to be God. Like, <laughs> like, oh God, am I canceling Peacock tomorrow? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good content on there. I mean, you, know, you pay for it. How are you going to watch? How are you going to watch the the what, what were we watching, Matt? All Star Wrestling. Yeah, you All Star Wrestling from the seventies. How are you going to watch uh, Rocky Maivia and Chief something? <laughs> fight some no names that they brought out of the crowd oh very simple very simple i'll steal your password mm-hmm. yeah. ah, I, know guy, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows a guy who knows about he knows his brother's sister right i gotta give him a six-pack of beer but other than that i'm good speaking cold? of beer oh no speaking of beer uh the uh stone cold ipa can now be shipped to north carolina and I thought, oh, this is going to be a WrestleMania treat. Perfect. Can it be shipped? Five bucks a can. Five bucks a can. 30 bucks for shipping. It was going to be 90 bucks for a 12 pack. Is that the cheapest that, shipping? I'm good. That, that was, yeah, the, the shipping is 30. And I'm oh. just like, I'm just looking at it like, how much money does he go through when he does the beer bashes now, now that it's his beer? Like, that, <laughs> well, he, he personally brings them in. So, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't mm-hmm. pay shipping. He just, he yeah, just, that's true. Um, he, he he knows a guy who knows a guy who's employed by him. So, got that. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna bring that in the Jr. Barbecue sauce. Absolutely. So. Which is gonna which is gonna have the label covered because you know they don't want to promote Jr. Barbecue sauce. <laughs> it's the Food Network. Yeah, because that's oh, where I forgot. Yeah, AEW. It, 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 it's like when uh, he did those beer bashes and he always always almost had like a sleeve over like what <laughs> beer it was. Because mm-hmm. they didn't want to like promote it, but I think you, mean, you the company that he was drinking didn't want to pay. That's why right. no, no, Vincent. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So uh Larry is awesome having you on here. Um mm-hmm. get, uh, get, get to meet the uh younger um people. Yes, you know, yes, it was no, it was great. It was, I enjoyed this. I haven't done one of these in um I did the same thing with wrestling. I kind of fell out in college and then kind of came back and fell out and came back and fell out. Um, and came back. Yeah. And fell out and came back again. And then I had a kid and then it was like, well, might as well. She you know, yeah, doesn't right. understand. Yeah. So, but it, and then it, but then it got fun again. So I'm, I'm right. excited to just, and I'm like you, I don't really want to be canceling Peacock after, after and, this. And I will say this. I know I told you this last year, but uh, definitely coming over and watching SummerSlam. After mm-hmm. everything that happened, it was it was definitely a needed thing. So you know, I, I know Dad literally is up there going, "Will you please let me get some damn sleep? Just, just let me go to sleep." Because if you just, don't, you have to you're do not quiet. <laughs> but uh, Bennett, um, Matt, once again, fun as always. I know Bennett will be doing uh, the NBA in a couple weeks, I believe. Yes, sir. But Matt doesn't care, but and then we also have the draft preview we want to do and then we also have the stanley cup preview and all that stuff so we, we got some good episodes coming up but my name is kyle nashon it has been a pleasure we will see you next week